Hi, and welcome to the Mouse and More podcast. I'm Chris, and tonight I'm joined by Liza, Tony, Bridget, and Adam. Hi, guys. Hey. hey hello. How is everyone tonight? Awesome. Doing good. It's good. Okay, so we actually asked for listener questions, and we got a bunch. So what we thought we would do is turn it into two different shows. I'm going to start with Bethany's, because I really like this one. It says, if you could work a day in any of Walt Disney World's parks, which rider shop would it be? I'm going to throw it to Adam. What do you think? So mine isn't at a attraction or in a store. I want to be selling balloons on Main Street. Really? Oh, I like that. That's a good one. And only Main Street. I don't want to go to like some obscure corner in like Animal Kingdom or something. I want to be right where the magic, quote unquote, is happening. Are you sure that's not so you can meet girls who want to hold the balloons while you take their picture? Hey, whatever happens, happens. But all I just want <laughs> all I want to do is, you know, hold the balloons and you know. And then what I really want to do is, if a kid loses the balloon because he doesn't hold on to it, then you give him a free balloon. That's like, like that's the ultimate goal right there. Okay, I like it. What about you, Bridget? Uh, I guess I don't. This is hard. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna Living go with. with Landa, um, Boat captain? No, no. You know what? Can we use um, attractions that are no longer there? Yes. Okay. What the heck? Right? So I always want, so because I worked at the land and they kind of went for the college program, they kind of place you where, um, especially if you've done theater and stuff, they always kind of put you in those like public speaking type of positions. So I always want to do the great movie ride. Oh yeah, that's a good one. So yeah, I would have like, yeah, I would have really liked to have done the great movie ride. And my one of my girlfriends did this went because she went back the next year. So we worked on the land together, and then they put her great movie ride. And I was like, ah, I should have gone the following summer because then I would have been probably the same ride. Because I think that'd be fun. You know, it's kind of like living in the movies a little bit. Yeah, no, that's cute. Yeah. Okay, Liza. I don't think this is a ride or a shop, but in the park, I would want to be in the parade. Ah, I want to be a dancer in the parade. I don't dance. <laughs> no, like, okay, how are you going to do that with your dancing skills? Okay, we maybe not a dancer. Over. That's true. I'm not good at that, actually. We they had a conversation yesterday, yeah, about how we don't dance. No, I don't. But my dream was to always take a Michael Jackson dancing class and then be able <laughs> to do the exact moves. <laughs> Okay. How awesome would that be? No, but I would like, or be like the princess in the parade and wave. Hey, kids down there. Hi, everybody. <laughs> That's what I'd want to do. Okay. Alrighty. Tony, what about you? Uh, I would love to work the haunted mansion uh, as a butler, but I'm afraid that I would not be able to uh, maintain character. So I'm going to go with the lovable but dorky jungle cruise skipper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I could see that. You could have done the Haunted Mansion, though. I think you could pull it off. No, you know what? I would, I would, I would lose it at some point. <laughs> I can't be serious. Yeah, yeah. you'd be joking with people. Can I bring this out to Disneyland? No. Yeah. Because WDW. I think, I don't think she's going to mind. Okay. There's something they have at Disneyland that they don't have at Disney World, which is you can take a canoe and you oh. row around the rivers of America. That's what I would do. I've always wanted to do that and I never got to do it. Oh my gosh. It was so much fun. First of all, our skipper, I don't know, like our head rower lady, her name was Tabitha. And 
a little different between a difference between Disney World and Disneyland. Her little tattoos kept poking out of her outfit. But, and you know, in Disney World, they would have made her wear little sleeves. But in Disneyland, really? I guess they, yeah, you can't, they have to be covered. Um, in Disneyland, it wasn't, I guess it's a big deal. She was spectacular. She was funny. She entertained us the whole time. I mean, she could have been a comedian, but she was still appropriate and very Disney friendly. So, so currently, those canoes are still there. Those canoes are still there and they had a line, you know, I mean, they, they were running two at a time and we actually raced a canoe that seemed to be having some issues and was sort of like floating to the side. So we passed them. You do have to be careful because of course, you know, there's the river boat that goes around and everything, but it was so much fun. And um, at one point she said, now this is a 45 minute ride. And we were like, oh my gosh, do we really want to devote 45 minutes to this? And then we realized she was just being super sarcastic. So I think I can handle super sarcastic. You know, what most people don't realize is those canoes are on tracks. No, they can't And they can, if nobody paddles, they can just reel them right in. I'm kidding. Okay. Are you serious? I was going to say because there was one that was like up against like, you know, it was floating into the side, you know, the other side. So. Hmm. Well, the river boats are though, right? They're on tracks. I think the river boats are, but yeah, the canoes aren't. Well, I hear that water is not very deep. Is, I don't know. Uh, the, The one guy, Dr. Wing is what they called him. Uh, he told me it was 20 feet deep <laughs> because I have to admit I was a little panicky because, you know, the, the twins can swim, but I was like, I hope this is not too deep. He was like, it's 20 feet deep. I think he was just, you know, I think so. Dr. Yeah, Wing. Why do they call him Dr. Wing? I have no idea. They were an interesting bunch. So we had fun with them. I, if you don't do anything else in that park, do the canoes. They're super fun. And you do get a little bit of a workout. Just, if I could give some warning. If it's a slow period, they might not be open. So check your times guide before you decide to go row a canoe. Okay. And oh. a quick search has determined that the depth is two fathoms or 12 feet. Ooh. Oh, that's deeper than I thought. You know what they did? There, there were all, the only people who had life preservers on were like really little kids. There, it's fun. I highly recommend it. After your kids can swim. Our next one is Adam asks. Let's say you are centrally located and the cost is relatively the same. What's the best first timer trip, Disneyland or Disney World? I'm going to give this to Tony because Tony just did a trip to Disneyland, his first one. What do you think? Well, no, that was my girl's first trip. But I oh, it was before. your girl's first trip. Okay. Uh, however, oh, that's that, right. Uh, you and Cheryl went. Okay. That's right. That notwithstanding, I am going to say, um, all things considered, uh, I would say best first trip is Walt Disney World, only because it's all immersive. Uh, it's a yeah. longer trip. Um, I think if you're going to go to Disneyland, you know, you can spend a week in Disney World, no problem. If you go out to California for a week. As much as I love Disney, you really can't spend uh, a week in Disneyland. Uh, so you're going to need to supplement your time out there by going either to Knott's Berry Farm or Universal Studios or checking out L.A. or going down to San Diego. So I think if you want a purely Disney experience uh, without getting bored, uh, Disney World is your place. Um, if you want to see the original and it's smaller, it's quainter, I would say go to Disneyland and then do a little bit more California. 
do you really think it's that much smaller? Because yes, it is smaller, but there's so much to do in those two parks. Like we didn't do all of it. And we were in the park four days. Granted, we spent four hours in Galaxy's Edge. But I mean, you know, I we, think it's a lot smaller. I mean, just land wise, it's smaller. But I think the number of attractions, well, isn't I think it? Disneyland has more attractions than Walt Disney World does. That's what I mean. Um, I would. I disagree with Tony. I would do if the money's the same. If you're able to to um, afford, a, I guess I don't know, a five day trip to stay at one of the Disneyland hotels, one of the three, I would do that over spending the same money and going to Florida and Disney World. Now, if, if you have to spend less, then I would stick to World because you can stay on property for a lot less in World yeah. than you can out in California. So for me, it's I'm, more of a money thing than anything else. I'm going to agree with Adam because I think if the money is the same, especially if you have young children, Disneyland is so easy we had the best time. I mean, like, I think I was there for like six hours in the park the second day we were there. And I thought to myself, why don't we come here more often? You know, I mean, yeah, it's the price because we can drive to Disney World, but we can't to land, obviously, without, you know, killing each other. But it's so easy. The kids had so much fun, so many good rides. So I'm, I'm agreeing with Adam. And I'm not even looking at the you're walking in Walt's footsteps angle. I just think it's easier. So I like Walt Disney World because, like Tony said, there is so much more to do. Plus, if you combine the water park angle as well, plus the resorts, you have a ton of more resorts over there That's to true. stay at. You can swim. You can go to the, the water park. You've got Animal Kingdom for someone that's not that into Disney. Well, Epcot Animal Kingdom, they might like that more. You've got more variety there for attractions and different things. Yeah, they have more attractions yeah, but some of them are what? The ones that Chris said she would throw away, like the little rides of Fantasyland. You're counting all those, the, you know, Alice in Wonderland. Right, ride, that's true. Like I mean, that. I think you have more bigger kind of attractions. You have more like e-ticket attractions in it at World than you do at Land. But and, yeah, and you've got so, more variety there. Yeah. So different than what you're going to find at Land. What about you, Bridget? What do you think? I don't know. I mean, it's kind of hard. I mean, I think I think doing land first is better because it's smaller. And in the fact that I think sometimes you might be a little underwhelmed coming from world to land because it is, you know what I mean? Like you've come mm-hmm. from something that's this huge castle and it's, you know, acres and acres of land and four different parks and, you know, a, a huge amount of resorts to choose from that in that respect, it might be better to start small and then go big. Yeah, that's a that, really good point. Yeah. And so in, th- in that way, however, I also think that, I mean, I loved Disneyland, but I think that Disney World is a little more impressive as far as like the castle goes and just the expanse of the whole thing right. in that way too. So, I mean, they're, it's hard because they're two different, they're very different. Well, and uh, yeah, I think you make a really valid point. I mean, it would definitely be a situation where you'd want to talk to someone and find out what their wants and needs are. Parents with younger children, I'd probably say Disneyland. I don't know. I've been to land with my kids and I've been to world with my kids. I just find Disney World easier for me in a lot of ways. Our next question is from Ruth. How crazy and crowded do you think it's going to be for the 50th anniversary at Walt Disney World? Okay. I've done... I did the 45th at Disney World. I did Disneyland's 60th. Whenever there's an anniversary, I always end up there. Things like Epcot's, you know, what was it, the 30th, that was not a big deal. Same with Hollywood Studios. Nobody was, you know, it was just a parade. 
I think it's really hard to predict because Disneyland's 60th was insane. First of all, they asked everyone to dress up in retro clothing, which was super fun, but it was very crowded. Um, Having said that, I wouldn't have missed it. It was a really fun day. Well, but you're talking about opening day. They celebrated the 60th for a little while. They did, but but if you're talking about going on the actual anniversary day, which is what we did... That's going to be crowded. Okay, maybe the actual anniversary day. Yeah, because I was there for the 60th on that year, and it really wasn't, like, crazy crowded in general, but I wasn't there for the actual anniversary day. Yeah, I think what she means is is definitely, like, the day. I'm assuming that's what she means. Whenever they have any kind of thing like that, it's probably going to be a little more crowded than usual. But I don't think Hollywood Studios wasn't that crowded that day, was it? Mm-mm. They had a parade. Oh, parade and, oh yeah, it wasn't yeah. bad. But Mm-mm. see, at Disney, the Magic Kingdom for the 50th anniversary that day, it's probably going to be nuts. You're going to ha- it's going to be crowded uh, with every nerd on the planet, including yeah, us. Will be there. Magic Kingdom is uh, mm-hmm. always. Yeah, and don't forget, most likely for the 50th, they're going to be opening Tron Roller Coaster right around that date. Um, They didn't open anything for Hollywood Studios 30th. Like, they were maybe going to have Runaway Railway, but that that didn't happen. Yeah. So We kind of thought that it would open, right? I mean, everybody thought it would open. Mm -hmm. So I think Disney World as a whole is supposed to be celebrating the 50th anniversary together. So a lot of the new ones will be open right around that time period. So I think... If people care about those kinds of things, it's going to be crowded and people are going to show up. It helps that yeah. it's October 1st is the date. Um, right. But you know what? That's th- three years from now, right? 2021? Well, I guess two years. Yes. Two years. A little over two years. I, who knows? You can't predict what the economy is going to be like in two years. So it just, it's, <laughs> it's uh, you know, it, I think it's kind of too early to look at that right now, I think. I think you should anticipate at least the day and the days surrounding it are going to be crazy because, like you said, they're probably going to open up Tron. There are a few other things. Is Guardians opening then? Yeah, that will be open for that, yeah. You know, it was really interesting how Disney really didn't have anything to open for the 30th anniversary of Hollywood Studios, and yet they had like a media blitz for like four days. And they brought all these huge travel agencies down. They brought media people down. And it was like, well, there's really nothing. I mean, like, you know, it was like one cupcake picture after the other. So, I mean, they made something out of that. It was everywhere on Instagram, on Facebook and everything. I can't imagine what it will be like when they actually have a ride to open. And it's the actual 50th anniversary of the best park. So. I mean, aren't for their 50th anniversary, aren't they working on 50, enhan- 50 enhancements for the 50th anniversary? Yeah, that's what we've been told. That includes new rides, new resorts, new attractions, plussing up some of the old stuff. So there's a ton of stuff being worked on. Does anyone know when the uh, Star Wars Hotel is supposed to open? Is there like any kind of estimate? I don't think anything's been said yet. It's going to be after that. Because they only have footings and some foundation work they're working on now but do you know what they need they need the guys from universal to come over because they knock out a hotel in like four months i mean not that quickly of course but i mean universal needs like a year and it's done um that is for overtime disney doesn't that's that's oh is that what the key is (laughs) really geez that's interesting yeah union contractors and you can only work you know eight hours you know normal shift at normal time anything over that it's overtime double time and uh Disney yeah. doesn't want to pay that. So, well, they they certainly pay it in the resorts, yeah. from what I've heard. 
I guess the answer is we don't know, but prepare for crowds and go anyway, because it's going to be spectacular. Okay, this is a good one for everyone to answer. Bethany has another question, and it's, if you could add a new after-hours party to a park, which park would it be, and what theme would it be? Um, can I go first, because I don't want anyone to take this. I think this. you should. Go for it. Okay. I, I want it to be a Marvel after-hours party. <laughs> okay. How awesome would that be? Okay. Pew, pew. What park? Exactly. Oh, um, Hollywood Studios. Oh, yeah, it fits. There. Yeah, that would be fun. So, okay. What about you, Liza? Maybe like Animal Kingdom would be good. Animal Kingdom. Oh, they should have the cast of like the Lion King and Finding Nemo walking around. Oh, that would be awesome. Cool. I like that idea. That's pretty good on the fly. Okay. Yeah. Adam. Yeah, so mine would be like Hunger Games meets Kilimanjaro Safari, <laughs> where you're on the safari at night and you kind of have to like run away from like the live lions that are running after hmm. you. Adam. And you get like you a stun gun or something like that to help yourself. Do you think there might be some legal issues with that? Yeah, but you sign a waiver, a release. So oh, okay. Waivers take care of everything. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Bridget. Well, now that Galaxy's Edge is open. Yes. Think, oh. uh, an app. Uh, an after party or evening party for that would be awesome. That would be spectacular. And I'm like that they just do it right there in Galaxy's Edge in Batum. I yeah. would imagine that that's going to happen. Yeah. So you have like Stormtrooper laser tag. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Your lightsaber. Okay. Your $200 lightsaber. Oh, yeah. Plus tag. What about you, Tony? <laughs> uh, like you, I am going with the Marvel after hours party. Um, and more importantly, there will be a Marvel dance party. <gasps> Marvel yeah. dance party. I don't want to see my superheroes dancing, I don't think. Maybe Tony Stark. He could, he looks like he could dance, Tony, right? who would you dance with? Black Widow. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't she pass Widow. away? In, in our land, it does not matter. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Black Widow will be back anyway. I, my kids are counting on it. They were all upset. Um, I like that, Tony. And I think that would be really fun. You know, I, I think that would be pretty cool. You can have all the good ones out there. Okay. Steve asks, and we've been getting a lot of Disneyland stuff in this show, I guess, because we've been doing a lot of Disneyland, you know, talking about it lately. Steve asks, is it worth going to Disneyland? I have only gone to World. I'm yes. just going to pass this around. Liza gives you a big yes. Tony, what do you think? Yes. Uh, Adam? Of course. Bridget. Totally. Absolutely. You have to do it. Yeah. I, I just think that, I mean, again, I like it because it's easier. I will say one caveat, and I didn't mention this before. I feel like the table service can be a little hit and miss. I mean, you have something really spectacular like Carthay Circle, and then you'll go to another place and you'll be like, that's just okay. I don't have that happen at Disney World. I feel like it's pretty hard for me to get a bad meal there. Any other thoughts on that? I'd go to Disneyland. It's different. People think it's just the same rides. Like, they've got yeah. Small World 2 or they've got this too. But it's not the same. And if you're a real Disney fan, which you're listening to the show, you know, you must like Disney. So, or they Disneyland, like or they like to hate listen. But Disneyland, yeah. it's awesome. I like it way better than Magic Kingdom. It's the same, but it's not. It's so yeah. different. And I love it. Where else can you torture yourself twice as long with It's a Small World? Yeah, it's, it's Disneyland. It's a lot longer. It's actually, it's a lot of fun. We've got another Disneyland question, so I'm going to throw this one out to you guys too. Allison writes more about first-time Disneyland questions for a Southern girl who takes her family to World every year. Best time of year to go? How many days? 
Liza, what's the best time of year to go? I would say go like September. Yeah. Um, October, if you can do that, it's still, it's not cool yet. It's still really warm. Um, cause uh, Southern California typically doesn't get really hot until like end of July, beginning of August. That's when they have their warmest month. So September, it's still relatively warm. Kids are in school. You're going to get lower crowds. They, they don't get rain really. I mean, so you don't have to worry about that or hurricanes. Oh, so- I beg to differ. I have I have been rained out for days. That was in a February. freak thing. I mean, that February is the rainiest month. February is the rainiest month. So I've been there in February and it has rained, but it's not rain like southern rain. It's the only thing about going in the fall, I think, is that you do you you're not going to see haunted mansion and small world as they normally are. Like the later you go, the more likely it is they'll have the Christmas overlay up. And that's if a little you're different. looking for overlay. If you're looking for that overlay, I would go like right after, like I would go, you know, in the beginning of November maybe to get all the Christmas stuff. Cause that's, yeah, that would be fun. That's Although awesome. their Christmas isn't as over the top as Disney world's. It's a little more subdued, but it's still good. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Oh, no, it's great. Um, Adam, how many days? I would do four full days. Okay, I agree with you as well. And like three nights or four days. I would do four full days. I I agree with that. Yeah, you don't want to go out like five days is a lot at Disneyland. Now, we did four days in the park. I actually did five. I I snuck over. I left Kevin with the kids and I went in for like an hour because I was excited. But I think four was really sufficient. I mean, I did six my first time and. I did everything multiple times and it got expensive <laughs> because you're eating yeah. out six ta- times mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. hotel room, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, in hindsight, plus I had to buy a handle of pass in hindsight, I would uh, have done less like four days. I would say one thing, if Allison is traveling with little kids and she is from the South, so she's going to have at least, she's going to have a two or three hour time change. Um, little kids take a while to adjust. I might do five nights out there and four night, four days in the park. I think that is pretty, that's, that's pretty good. She also asked, should we tag on sightseeing somewhere else close by or go to San Diego? I would say if you have the time, absolutely. And I've had clients who've done it as well and really enjoyed it. Um, in fact, one of my clients went from Virginia, you know, uh, Los Angeles went to Disneyland and then she also did the train because I got that idea from Rachel and then she did San Diego and then she came back from San Diego. So you're not even tied to flying out of the same airport. So you have some flexibility. There's so many things in Orange County, but not only that, if you do go on the coast and you want to go explore LA, it's really not that far. Um, and, and you can drive down to LA, go to San Diego. There is so much stuff to do. If you've got like a full eight or nine days and oh yeah, for sure. I wouldn't do any more than four days in the park at Disney. Land because right. I feel like, and then yeah, you've got endless options in Southern California to tack on. It depends on what you personally want to do when you look at it all. She also asked about quick service. Anyone have any favorite quick service locations in the parks that they like? Uh, Cozy Cone. Oh, oh yeah, I like Cozy Cone. Yeah. I like Bingle Barbecue. That's I like good. I like that one. What about you, Tony? Uh, I don't have enough experience to uh, pick one. Didn't you go to okay. that noodle place like you 18 just... times in a row? We did. Yeah, say well, that one that then, one? <laughs> Can I just add something? So everyone knows I love Via Napoli. 
And the sister restaurant to Via Napoli, the same company owns it and manages it, is um, Naples. And they just redid that entire restaurant. There's a huge outdoor bar. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, there's a usual um, upstairs indoor outdoor dining. It's gorgeous. But next to it, they have a little place called Napolini. And it's kind of like Blaze Pizza, mm-hmm. where you go and you order a pizza and you could just take your pizza. It's, you know, personal size. It's about $7.99 for cheese. I think it's $8.99 with toppings. And um, you can go right outside and sit at a table and eat. It's so cheap by Disney standards, really by any dining out standards. And that pizza is excellent. My kids ate there. Let me put it this way. People recognized us. We went there so many times. <laughs> it was a little embarrassing. It I does taste it. like Via Napoli pizza, by the way. Yeah, a little cheesier, I, which I wasn't objecting to. I like how it looks like you have like that little mini vineyard right there. Like, yeah. It looks like little grapes. And you can't miss it because it looks like a vineyard kind of spot. It's so little, though. But No, but, it's uh, huge now. It's huge. Well, yeah, I know, but the little grape part where they have the little plants. Yeah. It's really cute though. And the indoor outdoor is really nice, like the the double seating outside. And I I got I usually just would get like a charcuterie tray there. Yeah, I mean they have good food at the regular table service, but the quick service like if you're looking for inexpensive food that your kids will more than likely eat, go there cuz we ate there a bunch of times. Um I love Flo's V8 Cafe, but it's not. They changed the menu, though. I think the menu is better. They changed it in the last, you know, it's been less than a year. Oh. And so it's more diner kind of. And um, I still think they could, like, really push it in that direction where you have very, very 1950s diner style food. I think that would be fun. But it's California. And, you know, so there are veggie burgers. And I mean, not that I have an objection to that because I eat veggie burgers. But you know what I mean? Like, they're trying oh, to be a little burgers. more health conscious. So. Um, but I'd, I'd like to see some more gravy in there. So, <laughs> bring on the gravy. Looking, if you're looking for a character meal, you got to go to the Plaza Inn. Yeah, it's cute. Main Street. So. Okay, I, I like this one. And this one is specifically for Tony. Alexander writes, hey, what's your favorite dance party, Tony? Um, you know, I it's a tough choice for me because we all know how much I love dance parties. Um I want to love the Hakuna Matata dance party, Hakuna Matata time dance party. Mm-hmm. But uh, I love the Disney Junior dance party. Um, I like any dance party in Hollywood Studios that involves the little kids. Uh, I loved I loved Playhouse Disney. There's nothing better and more honest and genuine than watching a bunch of toddlers dance. Wow. So cute. That's, real, yeah. That's so sensitive. Can we get sensitive music playing during that part, <laughs> Isaac? I can get some Kenny G. Uh, I don't know. Do we want to get sued by Kenny G? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Actually, of. I do. That's true. Bring it on, Kenny G. <laughs> he might, too. <laughs> he totally would. Can you probably answer this question? Or am I not doing it? Sorry. Go ahead, Adam. Ask a question. I don't, I don't know if it's an official dance party, but whatever they're doing over in the Africa section of Animal Kingdom... When they have the band playing, and then they got yeah. some kind of like line dancing. Oh, I think that. That's unbelievable how they can do that, and it just kind of appears. That is really good. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. I don't know if it's an official dance party, but Tony, if you're looking to get your dance party fixed, you could try that next time. I'd love to see Tony dancing there. Yeah, they're oh. a lot of fun. Didn't they have, there was like a viral video of a dad dancing there. Oh, it wasn't sure. good. 
<laughs> I think Tony could do better than that. So, okay. Um, I, I like this last question. I think we're going to close out this part of our question and answer shows. We'll, of course, do the other one. But I think we're going to close it out with this one. So Oliver asks, what is the one thing that happens that makes you say, I'm never coming back here again before you catch yourself and the thing that makes those bad thoughts go away? We've had a little time to think about this one. So, okay, I'm going to go with Tony, Mr. Sensitive, <laughs> Kenny G's biggest fan. Go ahead. Uh, what turns me off is rudeness, and I seem to encounter that a lot in the park. Right. But what stops me and brings me back from those mad uh, from those bad thoughts are acts of kindness. Aww. Once again, staying sensitive. Yeah, I like it. Hashtag sensitive Tony. Sensitive Tony. <laughs> okay. What about you, Bridget? I was going to say the same thing. I think um, rudeness and and just the overwhelming crowds and everybody kind of getting irritable, but usually I just kind of have to take a step back and be like, you know what? It's hot. We're all cranky and, you know, just kind of like reground myself or just go to the pool (laughs) and have a cocktail. Exactly. (laughs) Liza. Um, like just the general underappreciation of Epcot. (laughs) just really drives me crazy but then what turns me back around is when i hear illumination song and then i'm like you know what if you guys don't appreciate this you have problems it's not me so you're good until like june Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) when is the last day oh i don't want to talk about it okay i think it's in september okay so you're gonna get to see it when you go in july okay that's i am to make me sit through it or stand through it as (laughs) (laughs) okay everybody hates kenny g i feel bad for him i now i need to read up on kenny g to find out if there's any weird like peccadillos in his background like you know he's been married 27 times um his hair is really not that curly that kind of thing um okay last but not least because mine's exactly the same as everyone else's well i mean bridget and Tony's. What about you, Adam? What turns me off is that these quick service hotel places, and I was just talking to somebody about this, are closed at like 11 o'clock. My flights always come in really late, like 2 in the morning, and Mm -hmm. I'm always starving by the time I get there, and I can't get anything to eat. And so, instead of like bringing a granola bar knowing that, you expect some tired cast member, everybody else is asleep, you expect them to be wide awake so they can service you. Well, I, I mean, it's narcissistic of you. No, it's just I would think they have twenty four hour service. No, they do. It's called bring a breakfast bar in your bag. Well, <laughs> <it's> a, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Are you allowed to bring that stuff? Yeah, uh, yes. on the plane. I don't know. All right, all right. Yes, if the breakfast bars don't do it for you, there's always pop tarts. All right. Okay. And then uh, what turns me around is anytime I see a cast member or a character spending extra time with a, you know a kid. That's got special needs or, yeah. or a military family or something and that, that are obvious that, you know, just looking for a little bit of, you know, extra attention, but they're not asking for it. So, yeah, I like that, too. So I, I, that is kind of a big deal. Like, you know, you do get like like Tony and Bridget said, you know, you get overwhelmed. It's hot or whatever. And then even you're on your own, you might have a really good interaction with a cast member. and You're like, OK, this is why this place works because of these people who are making, you know 
$15 an hour, maybe less when they're still doing their job and they're, they're happy to be doing it. So always, I, I always am amazed because I feel like when I was um, in my twenties, you know, I was a little, I'm not going to say I was rebellious because I was kind of a goody two shoes, but I don't know that I could have been as patient with cat with guests if I had been a cast member in my twenties. I don't think so. These people do a really good job. All right. I think we're going to close this one. And Chris, I before to- you close this, I, I'd like to give you one piece of Kenny G trivia. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes, please. Since 1989, apparently Kenny G is huge in China. Um, his recording of Going Home from the Kenny G live, live album became a mega hit throughout China. It has become the unofficial national closing song for businesses such as food courts, outdoor markets, health clubs, shopping malls, and train stations throughout the country. Many businesses began piping the music over their loudspeakers shortly before closing at night. Television stations also play the song before ending their evening broadcasts. What? Many Chinese say they associate the song with the need to finish their activity or businesses and go home. Wow. Is that the... Can you know what I associate that with? Uh oh, Sean. <laughs> oh, no. I'm kidding. He was a sideman for Barry White. I love him. He's all over the place. Well, I guess China loves him, which is yeah. very surprising. But they might not. just know that song and not know it's Kenny G, you know? <laughs> they could be like, that's just the song we play when it's time to go home, like hi ho, you know? <laughs> like. Time to pack it Get up. Get out of here right now. Got to commute back to the house. This <laughs> is so sad. Instead of like, hi, ho. They're like, my mouth, that's cheerful. <laughs> it's just the automatic. I mean, it's like, it's, it's just like a room clearing song. <laughs> It clears the whole mall. So if our mention of if our mention of Kenny G has brought us any new Chinese listeners now, uh, I'd like to say a nice ni hao to everyone. Ni hao. We currently right. don't have any, but I mean, Konnichiwa. Actual China. We, but, uh, I, we do have how many Australian listeners we do we have? Like forty-one. Three and a half. No, like no. forty-one. Oh. And one of them is Pippa. Thanks, Pippa. Oh, we need to talk. About cousins. Got to call her. Okay. No, she's not our cousin. I think You've she's just Pippa. spreading the news. She is. She's telling everybody. There's only like 50-some people in that whole country. That's what I heard. And one of them is Chris Hemsworth and one of them is Pippa. So Chris Hemsworth might be listening. He yeah, is. If he's too. not, maybe Liam is. Yeah, Liam's a little busy, I think. Yeah, he's got Miley. She's he's probably got Miley. Handful. I mean, that's a lot. Um, <laughs> I've, yeah, that's that's amazing, Kenny G. That's what's keeping him going. I was wondering. I was like, what is he Thank up to? Ever there? Well, that and he was also an early investor in the Starbucks chain. Are you uh, kidding? Gosh, Kenny! I am never going to Starbucks again. <laughs> so you know, I'm with Starbucks. You're dead to me. Contributing so. to that hair. <laughs> Well, it's holding in there. I mean, he's not a young man anymore, and yet his hair has the vitality and, and, and thickness of like a man a third his age. But he's so. still he's still hanging on to that alto sax. So, is that what that is? Yeah. Okay. Kenny G just turned sixty three. Wow! And he looks oh, good. Yeah, I just saw him at Kim and Kanye's house. So. Oh, that's right. <laughs> He, Kanye West uh, hired her to play for Valentine's Day uh, for Kim because I guess she likes um, 
not really sure why he was there. It was weird. They were just like hanging out in their living room, and Kenny G was like walking around playing on his alto sax. That would be awkward. Wouldn't that be awkward? Yeah. Especially if Kanye decides to do something crazy. I know. I don't know. <laughs> like, he not in front of Kenny G. He looked like he was enjoying it. Oh, he's like, yeah, this is great. Maybe they just invited him because his name starts with a K, and that's their deal over that's there. True. Maybe so. Yeah. I right. I do not ever want you to mention those people around me again. I hate Sorry. them. Sorry. I don't hate them. I just think they're what's wrong with this country. Although she seems to be, I don't know, isn't she studying to be a lawyer or something? No, don't get me started. <laughs> okay. Alright, well, we have digressed, and I mean, this was going to be a perfectly on-point show. However, we have this, there's a lot of things you can blame Kenny G for, and this is one of them. Yeah, so. Kenny G. I want to thank everyone for listening. As always, if you are planning a trip to Disney, give us a call at MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com's 919-889-5281. We're free. And frankly, Big Mama needs the money. (laughs) (laughs) Kidding. That's what I'm going to start calling myself. Okay. Good night, everyone. Bye. Talk to you later. Big Mama. You need to know and now I'll say it fast. You've got to hear about this great podcast. Seven people from a travel agency come together to talk all things Disney. They might digress a lot, but that's okay. They're pushing boundaries, they are not afraid. If you love Disney, then you'll love this show. They love it too, they're sharing all that they know. The Mouse and More Podcast. It's all you want and more. A fun internet broadcast. Prepare for Disney galore. The Mouse and More Podcast. It's all you want.